Welcome to the Inner Glow Getter podcast, the podcast for you, the woman who is pushing the boundaries, expanding your consciousness, and doesn't take no for an answer. This podcast will help you reduce the overwhelm, tune back into you, take back control of your health, embrace your most authentic self, and show up as your most confident, aligned, and powerful you. We do the inner work together through the safe space for you to come learn, grow, and gain knowledge in areas of your life such as body confidence, hormones, feminine flow, money, well-being, spirituality, fitness, and mindset, and so much more. Let's get started. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, firstly, I always just ask my guests, um, tell me a bit about you and what you do. <laughs> um, my name's Tanya Rose Willis. I am an Aries Sun, Libra Moon, Capricorn Rising. <laughs> and um, aside from my astrology, I work as an embodied dance teacher and coach. also work as a psychic card reader. Um, and I also take people through something called the spiral. Um, which you may know about as you're Australian, but it was created by an amazing Australian wizard called Dane Thomas. And it's oh, a, no yeah, it's, an eight, it's an eight week plan. And what it does is it takes you through the chakra system and helps you get rid of any emotional baggage that you're still clinging on to that's stopping you from being your full power self. Um, so for example, in level one, level one's all about deserving. So we clear um, shame, guilt and dogma and any emotions tracked to those emotions using kinesiology um, and then we clear it so you can allow new levels of deserving into your life amazing and that's I love that. and that's what I wanted to share with you actually because um, one of my clients after going through that and we unlocked new levels of deserving she was able to get her visa to say in Australia that came through um which is why that's what this is why I'm really obsessed with emotional clearing work at the moment because we don't realize how much we're blocking ourselves by carrying around all this emotional baggage and stories and then as soon as we get rid of it there's nothing left to block the things that are meant for us and they just come to us very effortlessly and quickly. Amazing yeah I've been doing a lot of manifesting around the visa and kind of uh, visualizing like the um the offices in, in, the, in the visa office like processing my forms and not realizing what they're doing because I'm manifesting it but no I haven't emotionally cleared yet which is probably a step I need to do by the sounds of it yeah <laughs> yeah we could talk about that after it's so it's so powerful honestly we don't realize how much we're blocking ourselves from attracting the things we want just by carrying around all these super old useless stories about things that have happened to us in our lives so that's why it's mm. so um it's so powerful and potent and then when we do this process stuff comes stuff comes to us I mean I could go on all day about the amazing breakthroughs <laughs> I've had with it but <laughs> amazing well I do have lots of questions about the spiral but um let's start off with star signs because I've been getting into mine more and more and looking at the birth chart and to be honest like I only found out recently that about you know you always hear about your sun sign mm -hmm. but not necessarily about your moon your rising your north node your south node and all of that and um tell me a bit about yours 
uh well airy sun <laughs> that means I'm very like bold and outgoing and straightforward but I feel like my astrology has actually made me perfect for my work and wellness actually yeah because um, I feel like I'm very direct and I name the truth at all times so I really help clients get to the bottom of things I'm not afraid to go there for what I really see and that's like a trait of Aries they're really direct and bold and unapologetic and like straight to the point mm. um and also um they're like Aries is a sign of the warrior it's governed by the planet Mars so it's like we're made to go into battle to fight for things to fight with passion so I feel like I'm a bit of a wellness warrior to be honest I'm really I'm really like passionate about helping people and leading them on their journeys and like going into battle and getting into the like getting to the bottom of things that are holding them back Um, yes and my moon Libra so I'm not sure if you know about what like the moon and the rising and the sun represent but the the moon is your how you manage relationships so Mm. that's and I call it your indoor personality because I feel like your moon sign is what comes through when you're at home chilling it's like you indoors like your inner world so um okay um but um yeah tell me about your journey in terms of well-being spirituality and how you've got to the point where you're at now and the work that you do you know, it's a very simple, straightforward question. It doesn't take long to answer, right? <laughs> well, you say that. Like the last podcast I went on and gave my bio, it was like 15 minutes long. <laughs> That's fine. Go for it. <laughs> um, it's, quite a long, it's quite a long journey. Well, I first got into spirituality and wellness. Um, well, I was first inspired to get into it actually in, when I was 21. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was nine years ago and um, I had um, laryngitis I had severe laryngitis um, which um, which took away my ability to speak um, I was um, traveling around South America and I couldn't speak and I went to the doctors in Peru they um, I climbed basically I climbed Machu Picchu without a voice and I got to the top oh. of Machu Picchu and I just like broke down and I just prayed and I said to God, I was like, look, if you're out there, help me, help me get mm. my voice back. Help me understand what's wrong. Please, God, like help. I just like prayed. I was like, send me some help. Um, and then. <laughs> what, what were you feeling at that point? Like a loss of voice, like oh it would have just been so stressful like (laughs) yeah I mean luckily I was traveling with um one of my best friends and she spoke Spanish and she's an angel and she was so um understanding um and kind and supportive and helped me a lot she was my voice for me but it was really it was just really frustrating and upsetting because you know when you're traveling you want to speak to people I was 21 so I wanted to be drinking and partying at that age Mm. going out and I was actually doing all those things anyway which was wrecking my voice even more because I didn't know I had laryngitis Mm. and then it was only when I finished um the um climb and then I went to a doctor in Cascaya and I was like I can't speak and and they're like yeah you've got severe laryngitis and your larynx is fucked (laughs) oh my god they they didn't use the f word sorry for swearing but um, don't worry (laughs) Um, but my vocal cords, they're meant to like kiss when you talk and mine were like not even touching. They were like so far apart. Yeah. So when I got back to the UK, um, I went to the doctors and I was having speech therapy. 
and um but nothing was really helping it was like barely audible like not really coming back ironically I actually got a job at that time as a tv presenter because they liked my husky croaky voice (laughs) and then I and then when I later got better they sacked me it was very bizarre (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) yeah for um a building tv channel that was one of the funniest jobs I've ever had Uh, Um, probably a blessing in disguise right (laughs) definitely a blessing but yeah that's that's digressing and I also used to work as a fashion journalist so I was at London Fashion Week and I was in the press room and then there was this man um sitting next to me and I was telling him about my strife and not being able to speak and trying all these things and he was like have you tried Reiki and I was like no what's Reiki and he was like come to my house I'll give you a free session and I was like okay (laughs) but um I was so willing to try anything yeah I went to his house had a Reiki session and um it was mind-blowing the next three days my voice came back like each day more so than it had done in like a whole whole four months of trying all these different things through the that's incredible through the NHS and that was when I realized I was like whoa energy and spiritual healing like works like this is this is it yes yeah, wow. And for listeners who don't know what Reiki is, would you be able to touch on that? Yeah, um, Reiki is a Japanese healing technique. And how Reiki works is you channel energy um, from source through your body, through your hands, and you invoke it by using specific Japanese symbols. Um, and you can use it you can use it for different kinds of healing distance healing emotional healing um, just full power healing and what Reiki basically does is it is it um um I've got it does so many things I use it every day (laughs) Um, I'm still obsessed with it so what Reiki what Reiki seeks to do is balance our energetic emotional and spiritual body because if we've got if we've got blocks in our emotions and emotional and energetic body then this manifests in physical disease so what it helps to do is is um, unblock any energy or emotional energy that's stuck in your body and get flowing it getting it flowing around the system again so then your emotional and physical problems also dissipate after you've been having energy work because then energy can flow all around your body um Mm. and yeah Reiki's changed my life um so I feel like that was like that was like chapter one on my um four chapter bio (laughs) (laughs) and chapter two (laughs) yeah that was my yeah I'm also I'm also a Reiki master as well I didn't add that but um I'm also a Reiki master and I teach Reiki. So, um, yeah, the Reiki chapter happened. And I was like, wow, I'm healed. Energy healing is amazing. And then I kind of went back to my, I'm going to call it like my muggle life. I went back. Yes. (laughs) I I found it and then I picked it up and then I kind of put it down again and kind of went back to quote unquote normal. What was my normal life at that time? You know, drinking, hanging. But it, it opened the door for me in terms of, um energy healing and spiritual healing and then I just kind of started in my own time in the background like carrying on researching and spending more time looking into it and then my real um awakening or journey started when I moved to Australia when um when I was 26 and I was having like just come out the other side of a quarter life crisis and I was like I need to dramatically change my life um and then I 
was going to visit my brother who was living in Australia at the time and I was meant to go on a two weeks two week holiday and then I didn't come back for two years and um sounds similar to my story yeah around the same time moved to London mm, coming over for a few months and then yeah six years later anyway so tell me about Australia wow yeah (laughs) Australia is I got out of it so much more than I could ever have imagined um Australia is such activating land and it was interesting as soon as I moved there because I moved there without um any money not knowing anyone and I lived in quite a remote area um I noticed that my psychic gifts started to come online I started to get visions um (laughs) I started to like know stuff about people before they told me and I was like oh this is so interesting um and then Mm. I uh, what did I do? And then I started my um, Reiki training too there. And then when I did my Reiki, well, I did Reiki one and two actually in Australia. And when I did my Reiki training um, and I was practicing on people, that was when it actually clicked for me that I'm clairvoyant and psychic. I started to understand it before I just thought I was getting these mad daydreams and I was like oh it's cool I'm always daydreaming but I was actually like seeing visions and things for people I just didn't didn't really understand what was going on and um, which I feel is quite common in, in with people who are psychic or gifted like they don't really understand it until they're shown how to um how to use it really what frameworks to use it so yeah I I did my Reiki training and when I was working around people's bodies I was like seeing things and then when I relayed back to my client I was like oh I'm seeing this and this and this and then they like cried and fainted and I was like oh I'm seeing I'm seeing things to tell me about what's going on in this person's body so I can help them um wow. so that's that, incredible yeah so that was I'm listening honestly <laughs> but then I've got goosebumps listening just hearing that oh thank you so yeah that was a really affirming moment for me and that's when I was like wow I feel like this is a big part of my purpose because everyone works with Reiki in different ways not everyone um sees things some people just see or feel energy and it's not meant to be a psychic experience it's meant to be an energetic experience but because um Reiki opened up my crown chakra which is our connection Mm -hmm. to spirit after I after um that my psychic gifts just totally came online after my crown was opened and then I realized I could use them in lots of different modalities outside of Reiki and then when I was in um Melbourne I also met um Sigourney Bell who created the World Grace um movement which is the embodied dance um embodied dance work that I teach and I met her um I actually hilariously met her through Tinder no way like the universe yeah the universe always has a way so I when I moved to Melbourne I didn't know anyone and I was like oh how can I make friends oh use dating apps to find friends that'll work um and then I met this really lovely boy who's who was called Chris um and he was like do you want to go on a mushroom picking trip in country Victoria and I was like yeah sure (laughs) <laughs> and uh, then yeah Sigourney came along to that and I met her there and that changed my life as well because for, my, for the first time I was able to see someone my age who did spiritual healing work and coaching and mentorship and like made it really sexy mm. and like before I just I assumed people who did healing work we like 
older women and nurses and like I didn't really have a role model or someone my age to make it like tangible to me so meeting her and doing sessions with her and going to her workshops and she took me through the spiral as well I was like wow like it's possible to be like young and sexy and cool and help people and yeah that really she really inspired me a lot she was a big part of my journey and still is in many ways as well oh I love that and um what was like your first experience of embodied dance? Because I tried it recently, um, just like literally through some IGTVs of um, of someone who practices embodied dance. And like, I, I cried the first time I did it because I think I just haven't like experienced in that way before like you know normally you go to like a nightclub during non-covid times you dance whatever but um it was like dancing for me and I yeah it was so unexpected I just cried but what was your first experience of it that's so beautiful that makes me so happy can I ask who you did it with um I think Becky Becky Lyons recommended Positive Pringle on Instagram. Oh, she does the like um, breath work, the dance, and then meditation afterwards or visualization afterwards. Yeah. Yes, yes. (laughs) Rachel is actually a friend of mine. She is. Yeah, she's (laughs) she's full power, amazing. I manifested meeting her totally. I was looking at her um, on Instagram for about a year, thinking like, oh my god, this woman has everything I want. She has like the life, the attitude, the understanding of tantra, the conscious relationship. Like she got married at Burning Man. I was like, this woman is my like life goals. <laughs> I didn't know she got married at Burning Man. That's amazing. Yeah, they had two weddings, one at Burning Man and one in Topanga where they live. I'm I'm obsessed with her and Johan. And um and um and yeah, I looked at her and then, you know, the things she manifested, like, look at them and put it away. And then yeah. I was at, um, I was at Morning Gloryville, um, maybe about nine months ago, just before we shut down for COVID. And I was just, t- I was like sitting outside. I was like, oh, I need a break from all this. I'm just going to sit outside on this wooden pallet by myself. And then this guy came up to me and he was like, hey, um, do you want to meet my American friends? And I was like, sure. And then he took me over there and it was Rachel Pringle and Johan I was like oh my god you're real (laughs) and And I was like I can't believe I've met you I've been so inspired by your work for about a year um yeah and she and later I I we talked about that moment and she said it was so amazing to have a physical affirmation of someone like following her work and her work working globally and it's it was interesting because it's that talking about that experience with her also showed me you know we meet people that we're really enamored by and we think it's one-sided we're like oh it's amazing gift for me to meet someone I'm super inspired by and sometimes we don't want to share how excited we are to meet these people that um, influence influence us and excite us so much and then she also shared that it was also a gift for her in receiving that I was so hyped about meeting her Um, so that also taught me a lot as well about about owning um about owning kind of being wowed or impressed by I don't want to say someone's celebrity but someone's um influence Mm, you're often told like play it down but Mm. just embrace what comes isn't it yeah 
Yeah, she's amazing. But I um, mm. can't remember your original question. Uh, embodied dance and your like first experience of it. Oh, yes. Um, my first experience was actually probably my Wild Grace training in Bali, which was uh, September last year. Um, and yeah, that it's really interesting how something can totally change your life but it really did like my whole life I've danced I used to be in a hip-hop crew um like dance is one of my passion hobbies I go to like weekly classes all the time and being taken through a process because how we work in the world grace um method is we invoke a spirit and an archetype and we invoke their energy in through meditation and ritual into our bodies and then we work with this energy through movement and dance and we allow the energy of this archetype to show us parts of ourselves that we can't get to ourselves so so for me working in this way and calling in the spirit of the archetype and then moving it through dance I just it just gave me full permission in range of my movement that I've never experienced before and therefore I was able to get to parts of myself that I haven't been able to get to before so doing incredible yeah and and what are the archetypes and so I work with um Lilith Kali um the warrior the maiden and priestess and the lover are all the different archetypes um I work with so they're all they're they're for a range of different um of different qualities that you want to explore within yourself because archetypes come comes from um the work of Carl Jung. Do you know about Carl Jung? I feel like I've heard the name, but I don't know about the work. <laughs> That's okay. Um mm. I, I don't know if it's pronounced Jung or Jung, so please forgive me anyone who's listening if they're like a psychologist fanatic and they're like hey um but um yeah anyway he he coined this term archetypes so they're um images and personality types that are all in our collective unconscious um so we can't play out all of these types of we can't play out all of these types of our personality at all times, right? It's like, you know, society is built, so we have to be one or two or three or six kind of ways and get up and go to work. And it's like, we can't play out the wild woman. We can't play out that raw feminine sexuality that wants to like destruct and destroy. And we can't play out all these different parts of ourselves on a day-to-day basis. Like we can't necessarily be our priestess or, being our maiden, being a heart and super soft and loving and squishy or, you know, be a lover and be seductive all the time. So calling in these energies through embodied dance, we can really go into and explore these part of ourselves through dance and movement. And it's so amazing. Like this work, like I, I feel like I wish I wish we could fo- fast forward to 2050 and I could insert a hologram now into this um, podcast <laughs> and like turn it into an interactive hologram experience to make everyone listen, do the embodied dance practice. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> I'm sure we're not far off that, to be honest. But... <laughs> I'm sure we're not far off either. Um, but yeah, um, I can't remember I, I segued but yeah the experience is is super powerful and depending on what archetype you use depends what you'll get out of it as well 
like mm. and find out more about um like your sexuality and like your raw like femininity and it's just so cathartic to give yourself give permission to these parts of yourself that want to be expressed and explored that we don't get to in everyday life Mm, you're so right yeah you know get up going to work usually not during COVID (laughs) stay at home um but yeah that it's normally things we kind of have to repress but when you embrace it um what's what's kind of the difference between say experience of say if you were just to do meditation versus like this embodied dance practice and what's like Mm. the the difference like someone who's never done embodied dance before what is it like experiencing it in your body rather than your mind I guess or or both yeah great question thank you for asking um so meditation I feel it's like we sit there and connect and we get kind of information like flooding through our consciousness and into our mind and we see images or we get feelings and sensations and what embodied dance does is it really lets your soul or your spirit or your energy move through you and it's like your movement shows you the way so for example it's like yesterday I taught a warrior in body dance class and the warrior the qualities of the warrior are leading with like a tall um a spine and an open heart having a lot of integrity and purpose and focus and direction and if you just Mm -hmm. let these movements move you and follow the movements the movements show you where your direction is. The movements show you where your focus is at. The mo- like the movement shows you what you need to be working towards and what kind of energy you need to apply for it. It's like the quality of the movement in your body gives you the information rather than the information coming just through your mind. So it's really good for people who find meditation hard or just want to kind of get out of their heads and into their body or feel really restricted in their expression that's what embodied dance has been so good for me I feel like it's been it's just it just gives your body full permission to move any way it wants to it's not like normal dance classes where we're like five six seven eight and back behind and side front (laughs) as like no steps it's it's I coach very structured yeah Yeah. and it's like how you feel like moving and how the energy wants to move through you so it really gives it really gives you a space to let your body lead and show you the way and it's amazing how much information it can give you through doing these practices about what you're meant to be focusing on Mm, I love that I love that and the spiral method, um, let's talk about that and what drew you to the spiral method and how does it work? Very good question. <laughs> um, so the what drew me to the spiral method? Well, originally I did the spiral myself in 2016 <clears throat> and um, 2016, 2018. And I just found it, it's like the quickest thing for the biggest change that I've found and um, because how it works is we use kinesiology to go back through your life to find out what ages um, these emotions have come up for you and what on what emotions you've anchored to other emotions so I think I explained earlier about um, the girl who was able to get her Australian partner visa through after we unlocked new levels of deserving um, how that works is is you muscle test with kinesiology like what 
what age shame first came up for you, for example, and then what emotion you anchored to shame. And because we can, we can, we can connect all sorts of weird and warped stories to other things. For example, the emotion you may anchor to shame may be harmony because you had a really harmonious experience and then shame was created around it. So we all have these like weird warped stories that we've been carrying around and that things that we've been telling ourselves. So when we start to clear them, like real shift and change can happen, can happen in our lives. And um, yeah, I first first went through it in 2018 and I've never experienced my life being thrown upside down so quickly after doing a training or after doing a therapy or course because what it does is it clears out all the emotional baggage so anything that isn't in alignment with your true self will quickly um spiral away um and after shortly after I finished the spiral um um, a relationship broke down and then I was deported from Australia and Mm. um, and I was like wow (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize how 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 much my life was out of alignment with who I truly am um, and it just showed me very quickly what was not meant for me and what I was holding on to and what stories I've been holding on to and how I'd been holding myself back so wow. I experienced massive change from doing that that um, eight-week process and then and then it just came around that they were doing the training and I just felt really called to do it because you can do it from anywhere it's super effective like I don't like to train in anything that I haven't experienced great change in myself and because, mm. I, and because I had I was like wow everyone should know about this modality everyone needs to know about emotional clearing because we can we can literally biohack ourselves to change our state by clearing our emotions and mm. I like I use this process on a day-to-day basis like if I come up <clears throat> with resistance for something you can ask your body like for example am I okay with doing this podcast I'm getting yes or that's an example okay so before I jump on a prospective sales call with a new client I'll be like am I okay selling to this client and if there's if I muscle test and my body's not okay with it then I go through my emotions chart and I'm like what emotion is blocking me from being okay with selling to this mm. client and I'll go through and I'll find it and then I'll clear the emotion from my body and then I'll be like okay I can sell to this client now so it's just a super quick method of helping us clear any of the emotional baggage that's like stopping us from being in the way of our full power selves I love that and if you feel comfortable enough sharing like Mm. what's a story a repeat story that was coming up for you that was identified through the spiral method and when you talk about clearing it what what does that actually mean in practice Sorry, that's a big question. No, um, no, like good question. Like these are great questions um, because when you're inside something, you end up using all the terminology and you forget that other people don't know what you're talking about. So thank you. (laughs) I do the same. Don't worry. (laughs) You're so in in the in the depths of it. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So clearing is the process of clearing emotions through um, you massage the Chinese meridian line that the emotion corresponds to. And after you massage this meridian line on your body, the emotion starts to shift and move through your body and clear. It starts Mm. to clear from your emotional body. And it's so simple, but so powerful. What happens when we when we massage these Chinese meridian lines and let this emotion move through our body? That's emotional clearing. Ah, so it's like attached to a certain part of your body, say like 
I don't know, the sole of your foot or something like that up your leg or does that yeah yeah for example I watched that completely (laughs) (laughs) I mean I don't I don't work with the the foot but for example a lot of emotional issues um hide or are present in the liver so we can Ah. we can massage the liver um meridian line to process and clear a lot of a lot of emotions like um like fear for example lives in the liver so it's when we it's when we massage the corresponding meridian line to that emotion that's when it can start to clear from our body Mm, the liver has a fun job right processing alcohol and fear yeah well the the liver is also um anger and rage and frustration um, and jealousy so they're often emotions that we're carrying around and we don't have healthy clearing practices around so when we start to clear these emotions from our body it just gives us so much space to be in alignment with ourselves and neutral because the whole point of clearing is it wants to get you to neutral because then you can attract the things that are meant for you effortlessly and easily because you're not blocking them with your emotional stories yes interesting and um yeah and if you feel comfortable what was it like a repeat story that was coming up for you as an example um it's interesting because every time I do this I get more uh, it's like there's so much to clear we can go through the spiral forever there's always going to be things to clear um but I feel like the what was the most um what was the most surprising for me actually was when it came to clearing um, paralyzed will I didn't realize I was carrying around um, this story around love and paralyzed will like I was attaching love to paralyzed will which obviously isn't healthy mm. um, and that was because um, I had a boyfriend when I was 19 and he went to live in Vietnam for a year and we had a long distance relationship and obviously I felt a lot of paralyzed will in that time because I loved him but I couldn't see him um and I was carrying around this this story of love being attached to paralyzed will and um when I was able to clear that and realize that um because it was true love that was why I waited for him but then I was also able to clear that relationship with love from my body um I've recently attracted someone into my life I've recently attracted love into my life and I do feel that is because I did this work to clear and make space for it. I love that because, yeah, you learnt that paralysed will from a certain context, but you might go into a new relationship as you are and then, um, and you, yeah, you've been able to clear that. That's amazing. Yeah, really, really amazing. And then when I went through my system, it was like I tracked, <clears throat> I tracked embarrassment, anxiety, and paralyzed will to paralyzed will. Um, and yeah, when I cleared that, I was I was able to understand that um, when I receive true love, I feel energized and met on every level, and feel happy and free, and like reprogram my my feelings around true love. And I feel Mm. like I've just attracted true love into my life, to be honest with you. And I feel like it's definitely as a result of doing this work. And often after people go through the spiral, they do meet their soulmates. Um, Like they do meet the people 
who are perfectly aligned with them because they've cleared out all their emotional baggage that was preventing them from attracting that person. Amazing. So much emotional baggage. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not necessarily, I mean, I hate to, I hate to call it baggage because, you know, no emotions are like good or bad, but Mm. it's just, it's just excess. Yeah weight invisible weight that doesn't need to be there invisible bags that are holding us back and we don't realize they are Mm. and um uh, so you use all these modalities like reiki embodied dance spiral now and tell me about how that kind of unique approach works for you and Mm. and what that does for your clients as well yeah, thank you. And um, well, I because I just I trained about a month ago. Um, I trained as a spiral practitioner, and since then I've mostly just been taking on spiral clients. But because of all my other modalities, it's when, and because I'm psychic as well. Whenever I work with a client, it's like I psychically know what the person needs, um, mm. and then I'll just feed in any other practices that that person needs to clear that emotional move through things so I feel like as long as a client is open to working spiritually with their body and with their subconscious and I can just deliver all these tools and really help them on every level um so for example yeah my spiral sessions we do like meditation and breath work um and if if they feel like they still need to move things through their body after the session then we'll do like anger release or dance and I'll just throw in um any tool that I feel will help benefit them on their journey so I feel like they have all complemented each other in this magical way so that when I work with people I kind of deliver quite a unique Tanya Rose Willis method (laughs) (laughs) need to copyright that yes I do Um, I did a bit of, um, stalking. I don't like using the word stalking, but stalking of your profile. And, um, I'd loved your, like your kind of about me IGTV that you did a little while ago, but interestingly, you talk about having high energy and I was hoping that you might be able to tell me a bit about that, your experience of that, because interestingly, like for the autoimmune condition that I have, um, hypothyroidism, a symptom of it is low energy or um, what you might experience out of it is low energy. And it's so interesting that you and I, I don't know, like might be on different spectrums in terms of that, but like what was your experience of having high energy as you talked about in that video? Yes. Oh God. I think I spoke about my, um, my, um, my quarter life crisis and how my high energy <laughs> levels. Yeah, I just didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't take ownership and responsibility for my high levels of sexual energy. I just let them like run riot in my life, causing destruction, getting me in trouble, taking me to all sorts of naughty places. Um, and I guess through, since I trained, um, it's actually really interesting since I cha- I actually um, trained in Reiki because someone said to me, if you've got natural levels of high energy, you could be using that energy to help others. And that was a real like dropping the bomb moment for me. I was like, I was like, oh, I can use my ADHD to help people. Like that's why I have all this energy because I feel like I've got so much 
excess that I'm aware throughout my whole life. I've always been the one going out for runs, doing workouts, dancing around the kitchen when people are like, can you just sit down? I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) And it it made me realise, oh, I have all this excess energy to to help people and give to people. Um, And so that's, that was why I did my Reiki training actually. And since I did my Reiki training, I can't believe how much I calmed down, how much it gave me a healthy, it gave me a healthy point of focus to, because when you work with Reiki, you do channel from source. Mm. And when you feel this energy go through you, you come to a state of stillness and meditation and you feel like what that's like at the purest level. Um, And for me, having a regular practice of this with clients or myself, like gave me a really healthy outlet to show how you can use this energy to really heal and transform and create change in your body and other people's. So that was one step on my path of of finding a healthy outlet for um, channeling my energy. I really wish actually the NHS just recommended Reiki training to anyone with ADHD. I feel like they'd be cured yeah it's, <laughs> it's usually medication isn't it and yeah <laughs> anyway um, um tell me about your experience like in terms of spirituality like you touched on before about your intuitive gifts and like how did that develop for you and and where are you at now with it um yeah great, great question well it developed for me I think I said when I first moved to Australia and that was when I started going to women's circles um and discovered them and I was like oh my god these are amazing and they then are powerful aren't they so something about it yes yeah. <laughs> and I was like wow like why haven't I done these before and then it was when I started going to those I noticed my psychic gifts increasing I remember leaving one in um in Melbourne and I left and I got in a car in the car an Uber and the Uber was driving a little bit and then I clearly saw a vision of another woman from the circle and then I was like why am I seeing her and then I just this is before I like understood about my visions and I was like dismissing it and then the driver was like um I picked up the wrong person so I'm gonna have to take you back and I was like you're kidding he was like no sorry I'm gonna drop you back to where I picked you up from and I was like okay then and then, um, and then when I got there, um, the woman I saw in my vision was waiting outside and, and I was like, oh, I saw you in my vision because I got in your car and like spirit was telling me that we've mi- we've had a mix up, but I didn't actually understand it. And that was when I was like, okay, I'm psychic. I get visions to help me in my life and I need to start working with them because it's telling me things. <laughs> <laughs> amazing Mm. and how did it develop from that point with it um well when I do did my Reiki sessions with people I was aware that my psychic gifts was telling me things to help me understand my client and what they need to do to heal um different areas of their lives and then it starts it started happening all the times in dreams and I see things and then and then I was like, oh, God, like, I need some help harnessing this. So um, I found a woman called um, Felicia Rodolfo of Shimmering Light Therapies at a Reiki exchange. And I was like, hey, so I'm seeing all these things. and I'm not seeing just energy. And she was like, oh, you're probably seeing things because of this. And I was like, oh, will you help me understand this? And then I've been doing psychic development training with her for two years now. 
and ah. that's really helped me understand my gifts and I've done psychic development um, and mediumship and channeling with her so I've she's given me a framework to um to understand how to do psychic readings how to understand being clairvoyant clairsentient clairaudient and how to yeah how to how to understand having this gift and work with it she's been a big help on my path in that and yeah from that I I realized I can use my psychic gifts um in isolation I don't need to use them just with energy healing um and then I also started doing I had a dream about me doing um psychic card reading at festivals so then I just started doing psychic card reading at festivals (laughs) (laughs) I was like okay I'm gonna act on this um (laughs) last year and that went down really well and then I also during lockdown um spirit was saying like you need to be using your psychic gifts otherwise we're going to take them away from you um and then I started doing doing weekly free um instagram lives of me doing psychic readings to people um and that went really well and got really great feedback and said it really helped people and i was doing a few readings as well um during lockdown but i've given it a bit of a pause um whilst i focus on spiral work um but they're still there in the background and if anyone ever wants a reading they're welcome to reach out to me as well because i find it it's just the most effortless thing for me to channel guidance for people it's it's just comes out of me and I just love sharing it with people I feel like it's what I'm here to do be a guide I love that I love that um and yeah final question um what has been like we we talked about all these modalities amazing Mm. modalities and like um, in terms of your personal like well-being and journey like has there been yeah what has been like a practice that has been like a real game changer for you mm, good question is there like a morning practice or an evening practice or like something you use on the daily I guess well what I use every single day pretty much um and I have done for like a year or two is a 15 to 20 minutes Reiki um, chakra clear and balance meditation I do every morning and if I have more time then I take this to the next level as well and I add spiral on top of that and that's been the most (laughs) it's like a spiritual and energetic like biohack it's like after I go through that it's it's amazing like so amazing the day that like yesterday I did the um chakra clear using spiral and how we work with that is we check in with each chakra and I'm like how clear is my root chakra and then I'll test it out of 10 I'm like how clear is my root chakra out of 10 one two three four five my root chakra is five out of ten clear and I'm like what emotion do I need to clear to get my root chakra up to a hundred percent I'll go through my emotion chart via earth water words central governing quickly purpose free trust harmony okay I need to clear harmony in my root chakra and then I'll clear that I've got all the chakras um and then the days I do that I notice that more opportunities come to me and my days go better so I did it yesterday and then I got headhunted by two different companies on LinkedIn and I've got two job interviews on Monday yeah that's amazing (laughs) yeah um so yeah the chakra clear well spiral clearing um and Reiki chakra clearing meditation and my two daily practices I try and do I do the Reiki one like without fail every day because it's so good 
so mm. good just like tapping into each energy center and seeing what I need to do in my life to bring balance to that area mm. and that's self-guided rather than yeah guided yeah. yeah yeah self-guided I just listen to um Reiki music and go on a little self-guided journey so they've been my biggest ones and also when I've got bigger things to shift like if I'm really angry or emotional then I'll use embodied dance as well and I'll call in the archetype I think that can help support me on that journey I'll go into a big open space middle of nowhere and I'll just put my tunes or just go on a journey with that when I need more of a physical release Mm. so they've been my two biggest sounds like an amazing practice wow Mm. (laughs) we all need that (laughs) yeah um and where can the audience find you? How can they work with you? And what exciting things do you have coming up? Thank you. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Tanya Rose Willis, T-A-N-I-A-R-O-S-E-W-I-L-L-I-S. Um, and at the moment, I am currently working um, with spiral clients. I'm looking for the last three spiral clients I'm going to take on before September. Um, if you're interested in the spiral process and want to get rid of your emotional baggage and be your full power self and connect to your purpose, your passion, your drive and what you're here to do and get rid of anything that's holding you back. That's the best way to work with me. If you're in, if you're just looking for some guidance right now, I'm feeling a bit lost. Then I do one-to-one psychic readings where you can um, meet your spirit guides and we get some downloads and gifts from them about what you're meant to be doing right now. And I, we look at your current guidance and your blocks, what's holding you back, and, and how we can overcome them. Um, mm. So I'm going to be releasing a meet your spirit guides meditation on Monday that I usually do with clients as well. Um, so people can look at my Instagram for when I'm going to release that. And I'm going to be doing a embodied dance course. I'm feeling half online and half in person. Mm. Um, so I'm going to be launching that soon as well. But it's it's still in the workings. So just watch watch the space. Um, and if you're interested in any of this work, I also do one-to-one sessions as well. So we incorporate embodied dance and clearing and psychic work and emotional clearing for just like a full power package to help you move through whatever it is you're needing right now whether that's like anger sexual frustration wanting clarity on your purpose and direction um so also would do um one-to-one embodiment sessions as well where I use everything amazing the, the full package cool oh thank you so much Tanya for being on today thank you Kayla thank you so much for asking me enjoyed today's episode and if you have any takeaways from today make sure you um, screenshot this episode and share it to your social media platform and make sure you tag www.wellbeingwithkayla.com and yeah and if you just want to reach out to me and if something hit you from today's episode and you want to discuss it in any more detail please reach out to me I love hearing from you All right, have a beautiful day wherever you are. Let's go.